Oh, top of the morning to you. Come listen to my friends Risky and Moose on Twitch TV slash Cross Atlantic Gaming. Cheerios. Happy St. Patty's Day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 146 of Cross Atlantic Gaming. I'm your host, Risky the Kid, and joining me this week, my co-host, the, the Irish, the Irish Moose. <laughs> that was terrible, dude. But it's it's what I had when you said one, so that's what we went with. Don't we have one more podcast before St. Patrick's Day? <laughs> dude, I don't go by calendars. That would have been perfect getting, for next week, the day before St. Patrick's just, Day. <laughs> just getting people into the spirit. Isn't it St. Patty's Day all month? If you're not drunk right now, what are you doing with your life? Hosting a video game podcast. Sober. Sorry. Oh, well, you fail. Yep. <laughs> Speaking of failing, this actually has nothing to do with failing. That's a terrible segue. Uh, hey, it's our <sighs> VIP month. Oh, nice. We love our VIPs. Definitely not failures. None of them. They're supporting us. They clearly have made it, you know? Winning. Winning. Like what Charlie Sheen would say. Um, But, yeah, all right. We got the little uh, – this week we're going with – it's a fishing pole in the – oh, I can just show. There we go. It's a fishing pole in the water. It's going to pull out a name. It's going to pull out one of our VIPs. They're going to win themselves 25 buckaroos. So let's do this thing. You ready? Good luck. Here we go. I'm ready. And it's the Shopa. Shopa, dang, dude. Hey, that's what you get for the uh, the Twitch and the Patreon. You get the one that's free. That's right. That was probably the one free. Uh, the bonus drawing is is counting for folks because I think Shopa's won recently too. So yeah, a congrats, ago. dude. Shopa, I'll hit you up. Uh, so congrats to them and shout out to every single one of our VIPs. Love you guys. Uh, and. You got a whole month if you're not a VIP and you want to become a VIP. But Shopa, I'll reach out to you and we'll get that squared away. Um, all right. Hey, another week in gaming. What have we been getting into? Uh, I'll I'll start. <laughs> Do it. Because um, I think you you went skiing this week. I did. Just a, a good was... amount. Well, I only went skiing one day. But that takes you out <clears throat> of the house and away from the consoles and everything good for a while and the children so it was a good day a vacation um, yeah me and my buddy were able to uh get away and can you still hear me i can still hear you yeah okay i yeah, was slowing down on my computer i apologize <laughs> and just the two of us were able to get away and get a, a day on the slopes and it turned out being one of the best days we skied in the last 10 years i think nice dude where so. where'd you go we went to Loveland, which is just on the uh, west side of the Eisenhower Tunnel. Most of the main big ski resorts are on the east side. Nope, opposite. Switch that. All the main resorts are on the west side of this tunnel, which is basically the Continental Divide. And there's one like local resort that's just on the east side of the tunnel as soon as you – right before you go through. And it's affordable to ski there. And my buddy picked up a bunch of four-packs for like $40 a lift ticket basically. Oh, so we ended up dang. going there. And um, cheaper than I can <laughs> ski out here, <laughs> right? 
yeah that it, they really it's totally a locals mountain like it, like half the lifts were closed down due to you know covid not many people to run them all that crap oh really and then they had like one of their restaurants open on the mountain so it, it wasn't terrible though because we had six inches of new snow and it ended up being about 40 degrees that day and sunny and it was just awesome the best kind of weather yeah we wore ourselves out by noon dude because <laughs> there was nobody to wait for nobody to stop for and we just charged it for like three hours and i was like i think i'm gonna hurt myself if we do this anymore <laughs> so maybe we should uh go to the liquor store and hit up a hot tub or something some liquor some hot tub some good friends what more do you need Seven but, kids. No, wait. Yeah, seven children. That's what we needed. No one needs <laughs> No one needs that. Yep. Don't listen. We have three. They have four. Dang. You win. And you win. all of them under the age of eight. Oh, my God. That's yep. nuts. I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's, that's <laughs> not actually crazy, but thinking about uh, seven small children under the age of eight. Ugh. Too much for me to deal with. Clearly. It was loud. I believe you. Uh, speaking of it not being loud, though, uh, Tell me. I picked up The Climb 2 um, on my Oculus Back 2. That headset. Uh, yeah, I mean, I felt like I had neglected it last week, or maybe it was the week before. Uh, and I, I played a little bit, but um, I picked up The Climb this week. It just came out. Uh, I actually got a two-pack, so the two-pack was... Uh, the climb one and the climb two and I saved like 20 bucks and I had never played the first one so I wasn't kind of like I wasn't it didn't seem like a big deal I was saving $20 so might as well just pick them both sure. up. Sure. Uh, right. I hopped into the climb two first though just because it's the more current game so I kind of want to see that which actually might make it tough to go to the Back. original climb. I'm not sure yet. Right. Uh, but the game itself is is pretty simple and exactly what you would think it's it's all about rock climbing well not even rock climbing uh in the climb two there's actually a whole set of levels that are in the middle of a city so it's like skyscrapers and ladders and stuff uh and essentially you're you're just climbing you've got handholds everywhere um but there's a few mechanics to the actual game so it's not just kind of grabbing onto different things as fast as you can you have chalk on your hands. It only lasts a certain amount of like grips that you grab, so you kind of have to re-chalk your hands. Um, each hand has a stamina gauge, so you can't just like dangle there from one hand indefinitely. You either have to switch hands, or if you are grabbing with two hands, uh, there's no like stamina depletion at all. Um, there's also certain handholds that are going to crumble and fall out from under you within a certain amount of time. So you have to move off of those quick. Uh, and then there's also, there's some like dirty ledges, I guess, or dirty handholds where your guy has to kind of, yeah, he has to dust them off first and then grab it. So in that time, your other hand is just holding by itself. Uh, so, so you really have to manage those meters. They also have, depending on how hard you're gripping, you can do like, a light grip or a heavy grip like the harder you squeeze the more stamina it's going to take and it can tell that by how far you're pressing down or like yeah pressing down the trigger really uh mm. so you need to kind of lightly grip on things to get the the most out of your stamina gauge uh to go the farthest and the quickest um 
So I went climbing in the Alps. Uh, I did three levels there. There's like a midnight climb that was sweet. Um, people have those like hanging tents, like you know the like the triangle yeah. hanging tents. There was a bunch of those like yeah. hanging on the cliffs. You can hear people like talking and snoring and stuff like that. It just it it feels pretty intense i guess and you don't really notice it until you look down because otherwise you're just kind of looking okay, inside right. of something climbing around but once you get towards the top and i there was a few times where like i would slip or something um or i would just miss a ledge and fall so then you look down and right. i definitely i got vertigo a few times uh just from that which is exactly what you're supposed to feel i would assume but mm-hmm. yeah it was a uh, it's pretty how intense. is falling uh, falling, yeah, you kind of, I mean, you kind of get that, that stomach drop feeling like you're like sure. you're on a roller coaster, uh, but only in certain times. I think when I see when you can, when it's a longer fall, I guess, and there's more anticipation before you hit the ground, that's when I kind of like, oh God, but if it's like quick and you're hitting a section of rocks that aren't too far away, then it's kind of whatever, but uh, that's all the game really is. There's there's four or five different uh, places you're going to go to, and then there's a set of climbs at each location, uh, and they kind of scale in difficulty. So for the Alps, there's like an easy, medium, and a hard. Uh, the hard one for the Alps, because mm. that's the only one I went through all of them. The rest of them, I just kind of wanted to check them out. Um, the hardest one was at night, though. Like I said, it was a night climb. Um and yeah, I mean, it's more difficult. You have to do a lot of like completely unrealistic Mission Impossible style, like jumping from like oh, one nice. hold to another, like over giant crevices and stuff. It's 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 pretty intense, um, but but it was fun. It was a good change uh, of pace from anything else I've really done in VR. Uh, besides the climbing and Population One, if anything, this is just gonna make me an even better climber when it comes to Population Dude. One. So. World better You're like watch a spider out. monkey in that game. <laughs> and I'm only going to get stronger and faster. Maybe not faster. You, have you tried to uh, shake out the lactic acid in your virtual arms to try to get your stamina back up? Because uh, that's what climbers do. I haven't. Maybe I'll try that next time. Although, I'll probably just lose grip with the other one and fall, but that's that's a good idea. So you just... I'll work on that grip strength, bro. Hmm. <clears throat> It's gonna be funny when I think I'm a sweet climber from VR, and then I go try to do it like down the road or something. And I just—it's not the same. I was gonna say, have you tried climbing at all? I've never uh, on not actual climbing, like nothing besides just the boards with the handles. Yeah, and stuff. like a climbing wall that's built in a gym. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've done that kind. Of. I've never done actual like harnesses and up on the side of my. I mean you. You get a harness with those types of walls as well, but I've never actually right. been out in nature rock climbing. No. Okay, not been on belay is what they say. No, whatever that means. I've not. I've that not means done that, that you have somebody below you that basically has your life in their hands and like they're holding the rope. So if you drop, nothing they cinch it up would scare it. me more. The amount of things that I would rather do to get an adrenaline rush rather than rock like what do they call it? Free climbing. Isn't that when you're oh, setting? Oh no, free climbing is with no ropes. Or that's just with nothing at all. Okay. Yeah, that's that's insane. I would not do that. So if I'm harnessed in, cool, we'll give it a go. At free climbing or whatever, where you just see these people climbing up these giant mountains without harnesses, and they're just like, look, mm-hmm. oh, thinking about it <clears throat> makes me want to vomit. So I used to do what was called uh, scrambling when I was a little kid. 
but my dad wouldn't let me get higher than like i don't know eight or ten feet what is like don't ever climb higher than that because if you fall you could you're actually actually gonna hurt yourself yeah but there's like because we have um like natural sandstone formations that are kind of famous here in my town they're called the garden of the gods okay so we have people that walk around with like gym mats around this place and like lay them down underneath these things and climb like up to like 10 15 feet above them just like you know just trying to make different routes around uh, okay. this section of rock and then the gym mat there to kind of yeah in case they fall exactly right Catch but them. then there's other people that just you know well well it's illegal to do it but they'll try to free climb you know five or six hundred foot spires just you know yeah, just out for a, a climb. That's what Ryan just said in chat. He said there's videos on YouTube of people just climbing skyscrapers yeah. and stuff. I hate watching them. That's like you see yeah, the in dudes. Russia. Yeah, the guys in Russia that are on top of these towers, just like they climb down and they just dangle off these giant I-beams. Yeah. You're just like, no. Or they climb the cranes, exactly, oh. and then they're just like messing around like thousands of feet in the air. God, I can't imagine, dude. No, thank you. Ugh. But yeah. I'd also would be tempted to try like bungee jumping well i've done bungee jumping but um like one of those giant canyon swings where you'd have to jump oh, those look so awesome yeah they just yeah or doing uh skydiving yeah i went skydiving get behind that too san diego when i was out there that was a ton of fun the only sad part is like i'm a, a giant human so i'm gonna have like <laughs> either a tiny man or a tiny lady that's going to be like in control of me because you have to like equal out the weight and everything. Yeah. So God, I got that to look forward to, but my best friend, one of his sister-in-laws actually does it. So maybe I could convince her to take me. It'll be her with another lady holding on to you. So it'll just be three of you. If they're going to, they have to equal out the weight. In a cargo shoot. Yeah, sure. It's fine. (laughs) Oh man. But, uh, uh, yeah, that's the climb though. It's a, it's, it doesn't get much more straightforward than what the game is. It's a, it's a very realistic feeling climbing simulator inside of VR. Um, you get exactly what you pay for, and uh, not mad about it yet. Uh, but I just don't know the amount of replayability. There is like time trials and all sure. that stuff. Obviously, there's leaderboards like worldwide where you can see who's got the fastest climb times. Um, so you can compete for that kind of stuff. But that's really that's really all you have outside of just here's some maps go climbing uh i th- i don't know that the cool game if has they had to like a that, yeah it'd be cool if they had like a, a route creator you know what i mean like somebody go in and create like a super hard route and then people go in and try to yeah some know, type of mario maker it type deal yeah we're probably not there with vr as far as that being like an easy thing to do but that would be sweet if people could like That's send in true. even if people like sent in plans or something and they just I, I don't know but yeah as of now it's just uh, with the climbing, the ledges that you can actually touch on or uh, grab onto, there you can see a little bit of like faint chalk on them, and like that's how you can tell oh, cool. what you're climbing. Right. Otherwise, you don't really have any direction. Um, but yeah, it's a it's it's decent, in my opinion. I would wait for a sale if it sounds like something that you're interested in, though. Because um, I think I think I paid sixty for the two of them, so they're probably forty a piece. So you yeah, know. If you're into climbing, maybe it'll be for you. But yeah. Cool. The Climb 2. Nice little climbing game. Um, Can't wait to check it out when we figure out how to game when share. When we figure out game sharing. <laughs> um, all right. I'll keep going. How's that sound? Yeah, you can. Do your thing. 
right. Uh, next up, I went and downloaded the Outriders trailer, which um, or the Out Outriders trailer demo, right? Outriders demo. Yes, as I was clicking on the like trailer, trailer to start it, I I I am intentionally whenever I'm on this podcast, I'm so focused on saying trailer, trailer, trailer. <laughs> you didn't say it right last time. So. I, I didn't. You can go back and listen later. All right, cool. Uh, I, I downloaded <laughs> the demo and gave it a go. Uh, this is a third-person shooter, uh, a loot and shoot, if you will, uh, with up to three players. It's co-op. There's four different classes you can choose from. Uh, this demo takes you through the first seven seven levels of your character's progression, if that makes sense. Like you can get up to level seven uh but really it's just like a main quest that you're going on and then i think four four different side quests i want to say uh and you can replay these things as much as you want to try to get different gear uh try to i mean essentially just get different gear because once you hit level seven that's the cap the cool thing is that the your all of your gear your seven levels uh and i think there's a cap on it, but like X amount of materials, all of that stuff is going to transfer over to the main game right. when it comes out. So awesome. That's a big plus <laughs> that it's not just for nothing. Not that that would be a problem really, uh, but it's cool that it's there. Uh, this game reminds me the most of the division, but I've also heard people saying gears, which makes sense. It's a cover based shooter. Uh, I'm not sure that cover is super necessary because the the classes here are so like bombastic and just in your face that I don't think you need to be in cover a ton. You've got guys that are throwing giant fireballs. You have dudes that are like ripping up the earth and throwing them. Uh, the class I tried out is called the Trickster. Uh, his three abilities, one of them is just this like laser sword swipe thing that he does and just like melts the bad guy's skin and muscle and everything from their body until they're just like a pile of bones. Uh, And then the other thing that he can do, he has a teleport. So if there's any enemies within 30 meters or something like that, you teleport Mm. directly behind them uh, and then you can attack them that way. And then his ultimate or his like LBRB is he puts up a giant bubble. Think of like the Titan bubble from destiny, maybe a little bigger, Uh, but it's this bubble where everything inside of it is slowed down to like, it's like bullet time essentially, but only inside of that bubble. So if you have a bunch of enemies in there, slow time down, you literally watch like these guys are shooting machine guns at you're like auto rifles. So there's hundreds of bullets and every single bullet you see, like slowly going through this time bubble. Uh, and oh, it just, nice. you're moving at full speed, obviously. So you're just going around right. destroying everyone inside of here. Uh, so it was just some of the coolest powers I've seen. I only dabbled in the one class, but like there's a, a dude who's like fire based. Like I said, a devastator, I think his name is, uh, he's a giant, like brute. Uh, he can stop all the bullets like in front of him. Also kind of like in the matrix where Neo just stops all the bullets. Uh, but then he can throw them back at everyone. So that's cool. Um, the one thing that I think this game is going to do right is that it's not supposed to be a games as a service game. So it's not, it's 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 not trying to be like destiny or the division where it's going to 
they're not like, oh, we've got a 10-year plan and you're going to play this forever. This is, hey, we've got like a 30-hour campaign that you can play with two of your friends, uh, loot and shoot as you go. That's the other thing because it's such a short campaign. It's like the gear you start to get early is super meaningful. Like it's you're picking up good gear from the start with some like cool powers. It's not like Destiny where you're just picking up and using whatever weapon you can until you get to like end game where you start to unlock some cool weapons or like some exotics, that kind of thing. Uh, it seems like you get dished out some cool gear early, which I think is good because there's not, as far as I know, there's not really an end game besides turning up the difficulty even higher and, and replaying. Um, so I think we'll, we'll see how it goes. Single player or multiplayer. So this is multiplayer, uh, right. Up to three, actually, which is weird because oh, there's okay. four classes. Uh, yeah, that doesn't make sense. I could, I assumed it was four, but apparently it's only three. So, kind of weird. Uh, so somebody's one of the classes isn't going to get picked, but <clears throat> but whatever. I don't think it matters. Um, yeah, I've I've heard a lot about this game in the last few days. Like everybody seems to be jumping into this demo. So I actually downloaded it earlier today, but I haven't had a chance to uh, actually look at it. But it sounds like um, each character also has a way to regenerate health. Like, I think yours is what, when he sneaks up behind people and kills them, that regenerates his health? So his is actually on any death. Um, oh, nice. But, like, the so pyro... You kill? Yeah, the pyromancer, is a li- he's the fire dude. He's a little more long mm-hmm. range, and his is, like, long range damage is going to heal you the devastator is close range damage is going to heal you so you're incentivized that's why i kind of said earlier that it's not it doesn't feel like a cover-based shooter because if you're just sitting there behind cover like you can get hit when you pop up to shoot so you're just going to be losing Mm -hmm. health but if you're not killing somebody or killing or damaging whichever way you're supposed to and just sitting behind cover you're just going to die because you can't heal um right it's kind of like a mixture between division and doom yeah, I mean, Doom with the, you don't stop moving. You got to keep shooting stuff or you're going to get pinned down. Right. Um, but you're still, it's it's still cover-based at its core, right? Yeah, because like the cover-based system works a lot like Division where if you're behind something and you look at something in front of you, you can hold A and your guy will do like the roadie run directly to that right. spot. So you, you do mm-hmm. transfer cover the way you do in Division. Um one cool thing is you can be knocked out of cover. Um, so if you are oh, wow. sitting, if you're sitting behind cover and then you go up to start to shoot a little bit, if a sniper hits you or something, your guy like gets hit and gets staggered. So he gets knocked back off of his cover and then you're open up to taking more fire and you actually have to click back in uh, to said cover. So, so that's different and cool. It's not just like a safe space for you and they have a lot of grenades as well. So they'll flush you out of spots uh, if if you're there too long, but you do have a like a dodge roll to get out of the way, so that's a thing. But and everybody has like a special melee attack as well. Is that right? Yeah, I I only know the one. He just kind of like it's like right. a big wall of energy that n- will knock them back and do some damage. Okay, uh, not lethal by any means, but I think it's just a way to kind of push people back because there are like there's snipers, there's close range like meat cleaving dudes there's it, there's all sorts of different bad guys um and and it it feels good i think the the best part of the game is definitely the abilities by far and i think if you are playing with two other people who have 
other abilities that can complement some of your abilities, you can probably do some pretty awesome combos. Like I put up the the slowdown bubble and a bunch of guys, and then you're like in the back with your fire range techromancer dude or whatever he's called, pyromancer, <laughs> like throwing fireballs into my time bubble and then the devastators in there messing stuff up. It just kind of seems like there's a lot of cool things you can do once you get into playing with friends and playing with multiple classes on the field at the same time. So it, it sounds like Anthem, but with it does different characters, really. But like that's, you're, you're literally just playing the same character as you did in Anthem or Destiny. <laughs> There's one that yeah. literally feels like a warlock. The yeah, but that that the trickster sounds exactly like a whatever you like to play that little ninja one, the little the close the melee one. Yeah, yeah. But and that's what so. I earlier what I was saying with like this not being a games as a service game. That's the only reason I'm a little more excited about this one is because like yeah, we've got a 30 hour campaign. Like you're gonna roll credits and you're gonna be done unless you want to go back and play it again. And I think that's mm-hmm. why I'm more excited because I think it's a little bit more like Borderlands where you can okay. hit like credits and then if you want to do more stuff you you pump up the difficulty uh, and then maybe there's DLC down the road I have no idea what their post launch plans are as far as more content if they're even going to do DLC or if it's just going to be like a quick one off thing it'll probably depend on how well it does I guess um, obviously okay. they'd be working on stuff if they're going to have DLC well, it- but it sounds like you've got nothing but good things to say about this, but I've heard of others that have notes of like pages of notes of bad things about this game. So yeah, tell me, tell me what's bad about it. All right. So uh, first off the story, I is the story is supposed to be one of the main draws in this game because they want it to be like a narrative focused loot and shoot game. They don't want it to be, solely focused about loot or anything like that uh the story Mm -hmm. here is you're an outrider dude who left earth because earth was going to hell uh and you end up on this planet called enoch uh, and then you run into some like scary lightning storm thing at the anomaly i think is what they call it uh but it just starts murdering people there's like weird oil goop that murders one of your friends and there's just all this crazy stuff starts happening all at once so you get thrown into a cryo chamber um and then you wake up 31 years later so at the beginning of the game you're talking to all these people like your friends and whatnot who are all like the same age as you and you're making these connections and then you go on your first mission all this crazy stuff happens you go into your cryo chamber wake up 31 years later and then when you start running into your friends again they're like old people and you're just this outrider the last outrider who's been asleep for 30 years uh, but you now have these powers because you survived the attack of the anomaly. And there's more, uh, what do they call them? That sounds like destiny. <laughs> there's, hey, no, nothing's original anymore. Um, Jerry's not a guardian? Wake up, guardian. Kind of, kind of. No, eyes up, guardian, isn't it? Eyes up, guardian, yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, the story just kind of felt like it was very, like, B tier sci fi. Uh, and it sounds like an AI program wrote a loot and shoot game. <laughs> Just like plug this here, plug that here, plug this here, plug that there. We got a game. A, Let's see how it goes. Not a bad way to think about it. Um, more bad things. Uh, there's a ton of camera shake all the time. I, I don't know why they decided. Like intentional. Uh, yeah. Like, like it was 
I don't know, like the cinematography lead was like, hey, let's shake the camera to make it seem like everything's way more intense than it is. Like, just you could jarring. Just, yeah, you could just be having a conversation with a dude and it's like, duh, 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 shake. And you're like, what? Why is this happening? Uh, <laughs> motion blur is another thing you can't turn off right now for some reason. So every time Ugh. I turn, it's just like, and you're like, what? Why? Why are we looking at this? Apparently, there's going to be an ability to turn it off when the game was out. So that was weird. Uh, the actual like gunplay, I think the abilities are the best part of this game by far. They're all of them okay. seem super unique, super fun to use. Uh, as far as the guns go, I know there's going to be legendary or like exotic weapons down the road. Um, mm. As of now, just picking up like assault rifles or snipers or shotguns, nothing feels super impactful. I want to say like, I remember when I started the division two, my first like half hour when I was shooting guns in third person, I was like, dang, these guns feel like heavy. You like, you could feel them even though you're in third person, kind of weird, but I think that makes sense for this. It's kind of like, Oh, I picked up this thing and it's just making some noise and that's not great. And I just think they have some work to do with the audio, maybe just some of the feedback with the weapons, I guess. Uh, so those aren't great by any means. Um, what else? What's well, tough to come from playing Call of Duty, like one of the best shooting, you know, games for gun mechanics, and then try to, you know, that's what you're immediately going to compare it to. You know what I mean? Yeah, or I mean, or even things like because I was, I obviously <clears throat> trying to compare it to like a third person shooter because I, I think that's way harder to get the feel of a gun to feel right mm-hmm. because first person, I don't kind of makes sense, but, um. I also don't know how big I think people can fly is the name of the developer on this game, but I don't know how big of a studio they are. Like it's a square Enix game. So they obviously have publishing help, but I don't know how big the actual studio is. Uh, so this might right. be a huge feat if it's a smaller studio. Uh, another thing, Ryan mentioned something about cutscenes. Um, there's a ton of load screens, not like, your traditional load screen where you're sitting there looking at a screen and it's just a bar is loading. But every time you go to like have a conversation with someone, uh, I mean, essentially that's what it is. Anytime you walk up to an NBC, it like it breaks for a second and then does the conversation in like a cinematic mode kind of thing. It's like going in and out of cutscenes all the time. Uh, whenever you need to enter a new area, like if you're going to start a battle, uh, with like a boss or something who you know is right around the corner, you hold X to open the door, uh, and then it cuts, it like loads, and then it goes in. So there's a lot. It's not one big fluid open area that you can explore. Uh, a lot of cutscenes to get, or loads and cutscenes, either when you're talking to NPCs or going into different areas. So that's kind. Of, it felt like if I could notice it, I think that's kind of how it, I knew it was a problem. Because sure. with a lot of games nowadays, you don't deal with that at all <laughs> so so did this feel more like a beta or a demo to you because this game's supposed to come out what in less than four weeks three weeks from now uh, yeah I, and i think that if you play the demo you're getting you know what you're getting so if you okay. if you so play this i don't think quote it's a quote polished it's not another half-baked game from published by square enix no nah, this is finished what you're going to get is this. So if you play that demo okay. and you're not like, I want more of this, skip it. Save your money. I think, yeah. Well, I like, I think more games should do that. It definitely, and it's good that they had the kind of like, oomph 
to to think this was a good idea. Like, yeah, let's just throw it out there. We'll give everybody a solid couple hours of stuff to do, and they'll know if they want to buy it or not. So they're obviously confident in the game. And I think there's a lot of reasons to be confident about it, but I also think if this was marketed as like a $40 game, people would have been like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm down. Uh, but uh, we'll see. I don't know. I, how I, much is it, 60, 70? I would, on which I would assume 60, but I guess that's hard to assume nowadays with new consoles. I think so. most Series X games are 70. So Feels like, at least. It might be depending where you get it then. I guess. Okay. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I got four characters to level seven to see if I like it. Right. Uh, Honestly, that's the best way to do it. If you're going to, if you're worried about spending that $60 or you, you think it might just be something you play for a day or two and then you're done, go through the demo with all four characters. Like you just said, they do do something nice where you, once you actually pick them, because there's a lot of stuff that happens, with your character before you get to choose your classes. So you can essentially just start from where you choose the class and then play that content over again. So you don't have to do the whole like interlude thing running up to where you pick your classes. You can literally just go back, start with the next class and you don't have to play any of the beginning stuff. So they do make it easy for you to go in, check out all the characters. Um, well, hopefully they've learned from all the failures that have died before them, huh? Yeah, and like I said, I think not being a games-as-a-service game and saying that right. is a step in the right direction for these guys, uh, just doing sure. what they want to do and not trying to be the next Division loot and shoot or the next Destiny loot and shoot. Because like, I know Destiny you know, had a 10-year plan when it first came out, but they... You know that that game definitely evolved in the 15 years that it's been a thing. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, if it's good, they'll keep making more stuff for it. Yeah, and I, I think that's exactly what'll happen. If people, if it's well received, you'll probably see more outrider stuff. If it's not, then cool. hey, it was a good 30 hour thing you could do with friends and co op with different powers and abilities and stuff. Um, so yeah, it, it's not without its issues, but. I think it's worth everyone checking out the demo if you are interested in loot and shoots at all, which I know a lot of people are. So I say give the demo a download for sure. It's worth that Word much. Nerd. Word nerd. Um, all right. I mean, that's the new stuff I played this right. week. So now let's throw it back to you. What have you been doing this week besides skiing? What are we, what are we gaming? Um, I need to get the battle pass finished for Fortnite. So I kind of garbage monstered um, <laughs> basically just yesterday and a little bit of today and went from level 83 to 95. Oh, that's so solid. I am, yeah, I'm very close, but I am, <laughs> I'm out of challenges that are worth more than 10 K. So I think I'm giving it a break till I think Thursday is when the new challenges come out. I was just going to say, and you'll get always, weeklies that reset. Yeah. There's always like a, a epic weekly one too that's worth like fifty five thousand or something. So I should be able to beat it no problem. Cool. So when do, when does the season end? At sometime in the next two weeks, I believe. Okay, so that's coming soon then. So you're yeah mid to late March, I would say. You said you got to what level? Ninety five now. Yeah, I'm at ninety five. Okay, so I mean, that should be easy then. Just with the resets, yeah. you can probably get five levels, right? Exactly. And then they still do like be. they do like dailies still, right? 
Yeah, but let's like they give you three dailies that are worth 10k, and then the rest of them are only worth a thousand, so it's like meh. So you can but, do those uh, three dailies essentially, and that's yeah. But I figured out like other game modes to use to like work on different like weapon challenges and stuff. Right. They basically have like a team deathmatch mode in Fortnite, so yeah, oh, okay. it's called uh, I forget what it's called now. Um, but essentially there's two buses that are going parallel to each other, but coming from other opposite directions. And then there's a, the center or the circle shrinks into a point and then you fight to a hundred kills. And so you just run around and loot whatever weapon you need. Or like I had one challenge where you had to like do damage to people within with, by the time you land or within 15 seconds of landing from your by the time you land. Yeah. But when you die, you keep your guns. So you drop in and you, yeah. So you immediately have a loadout and then you can just start, you know, lighting people up and who cares if you die a hundred times. I was going to say, so that gets, that gets way easier as the game gets going because you're just going to keep, keep your good stuff. So, but I also manually swam about 3,500 meters today too. So, um, for a challenge, just to, you know, get some XP. Yeah. It's like, you know, they have like milestone challenges and I've gotten to the ones that are just like super Absurdly. unattainable. Yeah. But they're the only <laughs> things that are left on my task lists. So I'm just like, all right, well, I'm just swimming everywhere I go this game and, you know, get my load out and go find a river and take it to the circle. So is the like hardcore grind that you're going through right now completely avoidable if you kind of keep up with Fortnite? week to week or i don't know because i've done all the challenges okay so you've done all the challenges from each week yeah so i think like if you do all the weeklies and stuff you can beat the like everything if you beat all the weekly challenges and all the like season challenges and all that stuff then you should be able to attain the battle pass to get the whole thing okay that i which i feel like that's how that should be so yeah because i think we're we're coming down to one or two weeks left and i I, that's all i've really been doing is the uh the challenges and then when you win a game it's like twenty five thousand xp sometimes so just depending on what you do oh okay Um, so i I, I, I guess i got my first win last night with 10 or more kills or something like that oh boy big guy yeah you better watch out bro i don't think they're bots anymore um ryan and chat they wants might be, to know if you play in handheld <laughs> or if you're playing up on i the do TV. actually do you No, i play on handheld bro with that, a pro uh, controller grip helps out quite a bit but okay. after a couple games i gotta stop and like shake my hands out because my hands literally go numb <laughs> like a rock climber yeah exactly <laughs> shake out that lactic acid i learned something today. it could also be from a, a spinal injury so who knows definitely one or the other right or a combination my camera's out of focus. Sorry, I'm waving at my camera. Um, which helps no one for an audio podcast. Um, yeah, all right, cool. Fortnite. So you're going to get the battle pass five done. seconds later. <laughs> yeah, everything, everything went blurry. I don't know what I did. I probably stuck my hand too close to the camera. <laughs> it happens. I got excited. Um, all right, Fortnite. Uh, I mean, I'm also playing old game. Uh, barely. But I'm doing the thing again. I'm picking up my old drug and first video game love. Uh, I'm playing a little bit of Destiny. Um, mm. It was just... So, where do I start? I don't know. Is it worth jumping back onto? Dude, 
every time I start to play it again, I want to say yes to people, but I hate tricking people into doing the same thing uh, that I've been tricking people into doing for years now. So, yeah. um, I mean, from I watched a lot of Destiny 2 videos today, catching up on what's oh, been boy. happening. And a lot of people, a lot of the content creators that I know were burned out and weren't having fun last season seem to think that what's happening right now is good content. So take it for what it is, maybe look into it. Um, but this all started Saturday because uh, Meg's cousin wanted to play. Destiny's literally the only game the kid plays, and he asks me all the time. So eventually he's kind of like, all right, let's play some Destiny. And then when I got in there with him, he was like, oh, let's do this new exotic quest that just came out. And I was like, okay, cool. So went to go do it, and it's like, a member of your fire team cannot play this content. And I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. Uh, but it was seasonal content, and that makes sense because I don't have the battle pass or the seasonal stuff because Beyond Light, or I think that was the last expansion, Beyond Light, yeah, uh, that was free in Game Pass. So right. I had I didn't buy anything. <laughs> I just had that, right. and that was it. Uh, so I had to fork over the 10 bucks or whatever just so we could do the stuff that he was talking about. But this new exotic quest was actually cool. I don't want to say it was worth $10. Probably not true, but you're taken to this like derelict cabal ship that's overgrown with this nasty stuff I've never seen before, and it's just like you get weird, creepy horror vibes. There's a bunch of jumping puzzles and stuff like that, which, to be fair, he made me figure them out because he had already done it. So he was like, all right, I'm going to take you to this room. You figure out where we go, and it was a lot of fun, Uh, and it's something that you can do weekly now to get pinnacle or powerful gear, whichever one it is. Um, but then because I bought the battle pass, I also got the seasonal exotic, which is like in the pass. And it's like this Mm -hmm. gun where if you're aimed down sights, it's like a bolt action sniper. But if you're not aimed down sights, it's like a shotgun. Oh, dang. So if you're hip firing, it's like a shotgun, but so it's like one gun is all you need. Uh, the old cheater gun, huh? The old cheater gun. Uh, I played a little bit of crucible. That seems like it's probably not in a great place because since stasis came out, I think I was frozen for more than half of my matches because everybody's just running around throwing these stupid freeze grenades. And when you get frozen, you're frozen. (laughs) So you you get murdered shortly after getting, getting frozen, no matter what, uh, the, the deep stone crypt raid. That's the raid that came out with last season. Mm -hmm. Uh, apparently everybody loved that there. I, I feel like there's reasons to do it, but you do need a solid, a solid team to be doing all of this stuff. There's more ways than ever to be leveling up and earning gear. Uh, sunsetting is something that they had done. They're reverting all that. So you don't have to worry about these guns that you spent hours farming for. Yeah. Sunsetting. Not a thing anymore. Yeah. Damn it. No. Okay. Going forward though. So anything that was already sunset, Uh you can't get back. Because that, okay, that was my I shredded first a bunch of crap. <laughs> I was about to be really mad. Yep. So I think it's. I had some really awesome weapons that got sunset that were like god rolls, if you will. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, all that stuff, if you had already deleted it and it was supposed to be sunset, that's still happening. But going forward, they were like, this isn't the way to do this. People spend hours and hours and hours grinding to get a specific roll just for three seasons later or whatever for it to be completely irrelevant. So there's that uh the seasonal event 
thing uh, is mm. essentially just a the cabal are having their version of the crucible. Uh, so it's like where they're proving their might with each other, and you're pretty much just crashing that over and over. Uh, and you can oh, okay. you can get different weapons, uh, seasonal specific ones, and you can kind of farm the same one with Umbral Engrams, which were introduced a couple seasons ago. Uh, there's a new a whole new section in the tower called the Helm. Uh, it's just a new social space where you're planning where you're doing all the seasonal activity stuff. That's where you're planning it all. Um. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm, and this new season's live now, correct? This new season is live as of like. It was like middle of February or something when it started. Four weeks ago. Oh, so that's okay. and this, the last thing I'll talk about that I noticed is new since I last played is that they got rid of weekly bounties. Uh, so weekly bounties are something that you would pick up on Tuesday at reset, right. and then you'd have a whole week to do bounties for crucible for pve stuff just for everything uh and that was like the fastest way to get xp what they're doing now is a challenge system which is identical to fortnite's uh so you can even though we're in season five you can see you can see week one two three and four's challenges for the week and there's 10 of them uh so you can go back and do those whenever you want so they're just trying to make it to be the most convenient for the player and like they they want if you're off for like a month when you come back in they want you to be able to go and do all that stuff uh, and that's another thing with the seasonal content now it's going to last a year so you don't have to worry about things being gone after it, they're pretty much just eliminating fomo completely is what it seems like right and, which and this is all for ten dollars you say yeah i mean everything's free and then the seasonal stuff is 10 bucks that's how much the pass is that gets you like the seasonal have events. to go make sure my destiny's up to date sir yeah so i'm probably gonna play a little bit more of that i'm i don't know why i'm so excited about it right now i'm playing it again i think it was that exotic quest and just getting in there and playing destiny and having the series x and watching that thing have a field of view slider running at 60 frames in 4k it's just she's a beaut right now so all right well i'm gonna count on you when i shoot my flare gun up for an sos because i can't beat something because i suck at the game <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm just starting. That happens a lot. <laughs> soft cap. I'm at soft cap now, so I can't. What is that? Did it go up again? Uh, yep. It's twelve fifty <sighs> is soft. Thirteen is the hard cap, and then thirteen ten. I think is like the pinnacle cap. Oh, okay. dude, I think they've I'm definitely the done some 60s. good things. All the old dungeons now can get you like pinnacle gear and just gear with higher stats. So they're making like everything in the game relevant too. So you had all these old dungeons yes. that you, you couldn't do anything with, but now there's they actually give you stuff each week, uh, which is it's nice. All about the dungeons, risky. Yeah. Oh, and going forward, your <laughs> I know, I, dude. I I love this game with a passion. I'll always have something to say about it, uh, but. It used to be a 50 level increase each season. Um, mm-hmm. Like that's how they would raise the soft cap. It's just going to be 10 from here on out. Cause I think it's a lot of pointless grinding just to get to like, the good stuff. Right. So they're just going to do absolutely 10 levels now for these seasons. But then when the big like DLCs come once a year, that'll that's when you'll get your however many levels 50. But can you still like grind missions in order to get different roles of guns and all that stuff? Yeah. There's, I mean, I think trying to get specific things is probably easier now than it's ever been as far as like, I want to grind for this one type of weapon. uh, So I'm going to go look for it. 
but so do you think this is gonna make like the hardcore destiny 2 people that like that's their only game and they put in hundreds of hours a month this is gonna like basically they're gonna say you know you guys made this accessible for everybody else but you you crapped on us so uh they've been doing this thing for a little while now with just strikes i think with nightfalls where there's like a Mm -hmm. master difficulty uh Mm -hmm. they want to start adding that to like to things like raids now um where literally it'll have its own adept weapons is what they're called they're like a higher tier of weapon uh so there's like a reason to play these things at the highest level possible and only like the best players are going to be able to do it. So there's, there's still reason if you're hardcore into it, um, to still be playing. I think, I don't know. I took in a lot of information today <laughs> about this sure. game. Well, um, if you did, cause I didn't include this in my news. Did you see about the raid glitch? Oh yeah. Where you can currently get 12 people into the raid instead of six. Yeah. And Bungie said, have fun. Yeah, they were like, we're going to fix this before we put in master difficulty for the raid. But until then, have fun. Right. They're like, some things so might get weird. Get that achievement or the you know raid loot or whatever. Yeah. Everybody pile in the bus. Let's go. That's what they said. They're like, we didn't expect a clown car full of guardians to roll up to these raids. So if anything seems weird or broken, sorry. But there shouldn't be 12 of you in this raid. Now I just uh, need eleven friends that can tolerate me for. It's tough enough. Raids tough enough to get five, (laughs) six people together. So, yeah. But Destiny, I I don't know. I'm I think I'm starting to get the itch. But you know, next week could come and I could be like, "Eh, I didn't play any Destiny this week, so I'm over it. Yeah, there'll be there'll be something. There's something every spring that you dump ungodly amounts of hours into for yeah, no reason I'm going to, last year was anthem wasn't it or was that two years ago yeah that was like when it first came out <laughs> right yeah uh, fun stuff <laughs> and now it, well yeah i guess we can get into the news huh uh yeah I literally, uh nope quickly game pass roulette uh it's okay. the we're doing a game pass challenge month the game we're playing is Hyperdot, if you're not familiar with Hyperdot, it's the super easy game where you control a dot on the screen and you need to take this dot and you need to make it avoid all sorts of obstacles that are being shot at you. Uh, The contest here, this is how you get into it. Go to single player, go to gauntlet mode, set your lives to one life. Uh, You can do that with the D-pad up and down. And then your high score, you can see it from that main screen like when you're about to launch gauntlet so it's always going to be there uh yeah uh, this is not super easy by the way that is a bad way to to describe it <laughs> it's super okay super simple it's not it go. is not super easy um you can play it on pc or xbox uh some people have said that mouse feels easier i'm still on the fence because you can move your mouse real fast but that little dot on the screen right. is only going to move a certain speed so what if you took if you scrolled the wheel all the way up does that help no you literally just can't adjust how fast the dot on the screen goes so if if anything you'd want to move your sensitivity down further on your mouse so that it matches up with how fast you can move it because i think that i move the mouse to like a safe space but then my dot is just slowly trailing behind trying to catch up to it. So I've died a few sure. times that way. If you're just using the analog stick on an Xbox controller, it moves as 
fast as it possibly can. So, Hard, uh, yeah, you're hardwired when you use it, correct? Yeah, so there's like no latency, right? And uh, okay. the current high score is held by me. It is level twenty-two. Uh, come get me. Somebody beat Dude, me. I'm waiting. I got to level twelve, and I may be done with that game. <laughs> well, hey, until my I got score to level gets... twelve about a hundred times. Uh, that was level twenty-one for me. I died on that multiple times, and then finally, finally got it, and then got to the next mission, not knowing what to expect, and just I think I died in the first like three seconds. I was like, oh well. Nice. Yeah. I don't need to go back to this until I see somebody beat me. But yeah. No, uh, it's so frustrating when you die on like level three, and you're just like. No, we're turning this off because there's no reason I should have died there, and I did. So <laughs> it's just gonna get worse from here. Yeah. So yeah, hyper dot guys, uh, get out there, try to beat my score. You can post your high scores either in Discord under the Game Pass Roulette channel, or hit us up on Twitter with an image uh, at CAG Podcast. All right. I feel like I just told you my whole life's worth of gaming right there. So now I'll let you tell me a whole week's worth of news. Sounds fair. Let's get into the news. All right, Moose, what is going on in the news this week? Uh, Just before we start, I want to thank you for playing all those games this week, because without that, we wouldn't have a podcast. So you are the real MVP here, sir. Would have just been talking about Destiny and Fortnite. All right. uh, I did play Call of Duty multiplayer, but you know nobody wants to hear about that. <laughs> All right, what's going on in the news? <laughs> um, well, this is a uh, oops on my bad because I didn't talk about Anthem last week, and it was my last opportunity ever to talk about Anthem. So, yeah, uh, let's you gotta talk get, about it. Got to get that in <laughs> for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Anthem, that uh, crack squad that they had of thirty employees, have been moved to work on what is it battlefield i believe or dragon age i think that or yeah i think it actually was dragon age yeah i don't know okay one of the two (laughs) yeah so but that's because they uh went ahead and put the dagger through the heart of anthem and uh it's dead it's finally um no longer going to be that thing that could have been it's just going to be what it is and they'll continue to support it but uh they don't have an end to it, so you're welcome. It makes me so sad, dude, because right, like the first great, like, like 50, gameplay wise, yeah, the first like 50 hours I put into that game, which seems like an absurd amount to want more mm-hmm. after that, but like that was some of the most fun gameplay I think I've ever had in a game. Like you were Iron There's Man just... with different abilities, right. like it was. Ugh. It was good. But his problem was it was just so unsatisfying because what for? Why did I just get this 37th exotic cannon for my tank or, you know? Yeah. The what's thing, the point? The thing that happens to these loot and shoot games, if they're not good, is if the end game's not good, then exactly. your, your game's over. And that's exactly what happened. So, RIP. There's definitely a recipe. And uh, there's m- maybe two games that have figured it out and everybody else is uh, in the graveyard. Yeah. So. Pour some out for Anthem. She gone. What is next? Oh. Epic bought Fall Guys. So, well, they bought, what was it? Their parent Mediatonic. company. Mediatonic. Mediatonic, which is yeah. Tonic Games Group. 
you know, all that legalese crap. But essentially, Fortnite owns Fall Guys now. <laughs> well, as long as the deal goes through. If I was going to write a headline, that's that's probably what I would title it. Fortnite right? owns Fall Guys. <clears throat> so I think that, you know, this is a two-sided coin because obviously nobody wants the big corporate overlord to get their hands on more games that, you know, basically came from indie publishers but i think that it was published by devolver before too so like they're not right yeah it's yeah but you know this is uh they're gonna basically put the Fortnite treatment on fall guys which i think is gonna be a great thing i could i mean if it's the right publisher i feel like that's it's definitely it's just more ass or more money and assets to, to make mm-hmm. the game better and better. So hopefully you do exactly. See, the only time it seems to go wrong is if the publisher is pushing for way more monetization. But I think this game kind of already had that with like skins and whatnot. So as long as they're not like tripling up on skins and right. making the price like uh, way battlefield two or no uh, battlefront two, my bad. Exactly like that. So yeah. hopefully that's just not, what's going to happen here hopefully they'll see that people love this game for the the silly battle royale it is uh and I keep it the same for the most part but maybe this just gives some longevity to the game in general which would be a great right. thing according to the developer it says it's uh going to be business as usual for the acquisition each season each season they'll continue to expand with new content features rounds and costumes um it will remain available on the Steam Store, PlayStation Store, and plans on coming to Xbox and Switch this summer. So nothing should change other than just getting more, you know, cash and support behind them. So, yeah, I don't think it's a bad thing at all. I, no, I think you're right. Except for, you know, just more money for Tencent. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, China. Up next, what do we got here? Oh. This is uh, Ryan. I'm glad you stuck around so long. This is your story, buddy. So uh, the lead designer from Hogwarts Legacy quits over YouTube controversy. So um, he basically says, I have nothing but good things to say about the game, the dev team and WB Games, but he's out because of uh, some some history that he has on YouTube being uh, transphobic, I believe. Uh, that, yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. And so um, that's exact opposite of the messaging that uh, WB Games wants to put out right now because they actually announced last week that uh, trans is going to be a choice for a character in the Hogwarts game, which, you know, J.K. Rowling is rolling in her grave right now. Wait, she's not dead, is she? <laughs> Whatever she's doing, hiding in her hole. Um, it can't be happy about that, but who cares? I say, you know, let everybody have the choice to be what they want to be. And, you know, if it's not bothering you, who cares what other people's happiness is doing for you? You know what I mean? Amen. So screw this guy. Good for him to uh, step down before he got fired or, you know, publicly canceled. And they're going to, I believe, move on, you know, and hopefully no more <laughs> bad publicity comes out before this game gets released. Cause, Cause it does look awesome. Keep getting, yeah, the tomatoes just keep flying. Yikes. And it does. It looks fun. It looks, you know, 
it, it's the Wizard Academy game that everybody wants to play, not Nine Parchments, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so how do you feel? Uh, I mean, good. I, I think the game looks good. This obviously isn't a bad move. <laughs> like, no, they had to separate themselves from that, especially a week after announcing that, you know, you're going to have a choice to make a trans character. So, right. So, yeah, no, game looks awesome. Just and- scrub the internets when you get a job, friends, because I, th- I believe this was all stuff from his past YouTube page. Yep. If you, if you get a new job, you should just delete your whole history because you never know what you may have said in the past. <laughs> it's going to get you in trouble. Scrub it all. Don't ever share email accounts that may have had something that... Scrub it all. Know. Yeah, because we all said dumb crap when we were little. But, 100%. Ugh, just love everybody. That's all I got to say. Yep. Up next, uh, you know what week it is? Uh, the second week in March. Yeah, and you know what what day is significant to the second week of March? The St. Patrick's. Nope, wrong one. Negative. But we almost something with that Nintendo up. We did earlier. You betcha. <laughs> it's a me, a Mario day. March tenth, baby. Mario. So, Get it? Martin. Yeah, it's Mario. it's World Mario Day. Um, what Wednesday? And yep. all the sales are on sale now. Uh, in the eShop, they've got Luigi's Mansion, Mario Maker 2, Mario Party, Mario Odyssey, Mario Aces, Mario Bros. Deluxe, um, Yoshi's Crafted World, all for 40 bucks. Uh, Super Mario 3D All-Stars for 50 which I believe that game's going away here shortly, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's going Mario back Vaulted into the or stupid vault. Yeah, where'd they get that idea? Thanks a lot, Disney. <laughs> <clears throat> Um, Just Dance 2021 is 30 bucks, which I definitely suggest if you have kids. It's definitely a way to get some energy out and have fun with the family. Good energy burner. Yeah. And then Best Buy is having deals. Any type of controller, accessory, um, anything that you want to go with your uh, Switch pretty much is on sale for 10% or more off. So if you're looking to get some stuff on the Switch, this week might be a good week for you. Yeah, that's so awesome. I would just Google Mario Day, and literally there's pages and pages, <laughs> or just DM me in Discord, and I'll give you a link. You'll see all the deals, dude. It it looks pretty good, except for I bought all this stuff for full price. So, haha, <laughs> jokes on us, right? Got me again, you cool guys. <laughs> oh, that's right. I I'm sure they'll get my money again here soon. Absolutely. Oh, this is a ne- this next story is pretty funny. Um, cod addiction is real. That's all I have to say. This guy uh, in the United Kingdom had been on the limb, on the run, escaped from jail, and uh, had been basically escaped the cops for so long. And then he decided that he was going to um, break the lockdown protocol and go with a buddy downtown to a local game store and buy Call of Duty, and <laughs> they happened to see a cop on their way home. And, you know, as dodgy criminals do, when they see a cop, they walk the other direction. Well, luckily, this cop happened to uh, have his wits about him that day, and he saw him, you know, saw, thought something was up. So they went over and checked the guy out. He happens, and then he kicks the cop in the balls and runs. <laughs> like you do. Yeah, and then they finally catch him, get him into custody, all that stuff. 
And then they come to find out that he was on a seven-year extended sentence for crimes, crimes including robbery and firearms offenses that he was supposed to get out in 2024. But he escaped prison and had been on the limb since November, I believe. And so he got caught because he couldn't sit at home without the new Call of Duty game. It's just that good. <laughs> Dude, that's like... It's incredible. The poster child for video game addiction. It's like all I had to do was just lay low, but for two more years. New hot one, bro. Everybody's playing it. That's not how it works, though. When you escape prison, you don't just like serve your sentence outside and then it's commuted because you the time's over. (laughs) I I don't ever understand that escape from prison unless you're doing like life and you you know. Oh yeah, you know you don't have ready to go out guns blazing. Exactly. So, John uh, Marston style, if you will. Woo! Good story. So yeah, good for him. Um, I like the game, but I don't know if I like it that much. <laughs> not, not quite that much. So um, this is a new thing that got me a little bit excited today. It said uh, more unannounced Xbox games are coming this year, says a Microsoft uh, director. So basically he said not all games that are releasing this year have been announced, but that's about as far as the blip goes. So that got me excited, but I, I'd like to see, and I hope to see some sort of Microsoft pre- presentation sometime in March because there's rumblings for that. Yeah, I mean, and I think that's par for the course too, like announce and release the same year, like right. from March to like June, like E3 time. There's definitely things that are announced and are coming out in November or December. So yeah, hopefully yeah. there's there's yeah. definitely some stuff still. Yeah, unfortunately, in, in this world of hype boy culture, like if you announce something any longer than that, then it's just going to be a disappointment no matter how good the game is because people have hyped it up so much in their heads and in their blogs and you know that it can never attain whatever greatness that they think it should be. I think it's just a better so, it's a better overall strategy in general. Like absolutely. You're yeah. you're giving people a product within months of announcing it so they don't have to wait for it, which is cool, and you're not giving people a ton of time to speculate and and get their hopes up to maybe blow the game up into something in their head uh, more than what it is actually going to be. So Cool. Um, just one other thing from this article. Uh, Aaron Greenberg did comment. DualShocker said Elden Ring new trailer will likely be showcased on March 23rd at Microsoft's <laughs> possible event. So I haven't okay. heard anything about this Microsoft event, but maybe circle your calendars for the 23rd. But Greenberg said, just to set expectations, this is not happening. There are always things that will we have in the works, but nothing coming soon that would feature game announcements or world premieres like this. So don't look for Elden Ring to be in this march event whatever's gonna happen but i wonder if we do get that elden ring trailer that had been circulating like in the it's next gotta be month out, in this yeah, next month know, right or something usually well at least last year they drop like days later because like oh cat's out of the bag yeah, right. everybody on the internet's already seen this so <laughs> might exactly. as well just give them the 4k have version you, have you seen the trailer i haven't looked i didn't i don't you know. no I'll, I'll wait till they're they want to show because it's not a game i'm like super hyped for or anything so but it, so is it supposed to be like super hard? Isn't it like a Souls like type, or it's just by the people that make Souls like games? I'm not sure what the difficulty is supposed to be like. Okay, <laughs> I don't because I, I believe that that was kind of DMO for it. It was supposed to be like a, a Lord of the Rings or so, is that yeah Lord of the Rings Souls like? Is that right? 
Uh, Game of Thrones. It's George R. R. Martin. I always mix those up, and I'm going to get letter bomb for it, but <laughs> I apologize. It's like Star Wars and Star Trek, am I right? Two very different things. <laughs> okay, what do we got next here? We got Nanderpuds. No, we don't. Some PC games. Yes, sir. So uh, you heard about this Valheim? I'm surprised you're not balls deep in this thing to pick that out <laughs> um I, I i'm surprised you're not in this game i don't know i don't i'm sure if i played it or something i might get i might get hooked into it but and it it's a survival game about like vikings and stuff it's it's literally everything i should enjoy in a video game i think uh but no i haven't tried it out yet okay well it sold five million copies last month so People have tried it for sure. Clearly. It's not for me. It's survival, but it's like, kind of looks like a mixture of Daisy and Valhalla. But yeah. Not and I don't, you know I don't I mean? know if there's like, I mean, no, I definitely agree that it doesn't look great, <laughs> but I don't know if there's like PVP elements. I honestly don't know a ton about this. I, I've tuned into a couple streams here and there to, try to pick it up but usually it's people like grinding for things or just fighting right mythical creatures uh so i don't know but yeah th- this game's huge right now on, on steam or uh twitch yeah and obviously it's selling well on copies steam. in a month yeah that's like animal crossing numbers isn't it i don't know math yeah, me either. But it feels <laughs> like it's around that because I think Animal Crossing sold like 30 million copies in the whole year last year, and that like blew a lot of the Switch sales out of the water. So yeah, that'd be pretty crazy if it was five in one month then. Right. So yeah, Valheim. If you got a PC, get you some if you like the survival games because I guess it's a good one. At least the sales figures say so. Yeah. Alrighty. Next, we got. Uh, Tell me about the food puts. controller. Yeah, buddy. It, it's a food controller. It's a coffee cup controller. It's a teddy bear controller. It's whatever you want it to be. So, uh, Sony filed a patent, I want to say it was last week, that uh, basically you can use any inanimate object to become a controller in your game. So, the example they used is a banana, and the picture <laughs> that they show has a banana with you know the stem on one side still got the peel on it and it's got a little uh what is it kind of like cut out or dotted out triangle button and a dotted out x button to show that you're using a banana for the playstation controller um this is looney tune stuff but uh (laughs) super weird (laughs) yeah i'm gonna play with an orange and an apple and see which one's better you know yeah, like this article says, it would be desirable if a user could use an ex- inexpensive, simple, and non-electronic device as a video game peripheral. In the example, Sony provides players could grasp, grasp one or two bananas, oranges, or other inanimate objects. Uh, essentially, like using them I'm as analog sticks. It's uh, yeah, like he like left hand <laughs> is, goes left, right hand is, goes right. Just tickle his belly for an attack. You know. There you go. Lou in chat said something inappropriate, but it's also exactly what I said <laughs> earlier to, to Moose. So <laughs> clearly we're, we're on the same way. Or an actual one. So, you know, <laughs> oh. don't, don't put it past guys to 
you know, find things to use as things if you can read between the lines. <laughs> yep. Cool controller. <laughs> Can't wait to do that, you know? Oh, kids are gone. Wife's at work. All right. Time to bring out the controller. Time to play some PS5. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So okay, weird. we need to get off this story, but uh, I look forward to see what comes with this. There's gonna be so many. There's gonna be YouTube videos just de- dedicated to the different things you can turn into controllers. It's gonna be weird, right? I can't wait. <laughs> so, up next, um, Sony started closing its main Japan, or it's called Japan Studio. So they've, you know, they. I know they announced this later. Uh, or earlier last month, but it looks like the uh, contract renewal date is April 1st, and that's going to be the last date that they will be in business. So um, I believe some of these games that they created were... I got a list here. Where'd it go? Gravity Rush... um, There were a few like big name games. Oh, here we go. Uh, Knack, Loco Roco, Patapon, those type of you know, yeah, yeah, act or three D platforming type games. So they're closing that studio completely. So that's kind of sad because I think that was kind of a flagship studio for the actual company. So it's kind of a changing of the guard type of deal. You know yeah. what I mean? And those the, those like types of games, like those family friendly. 3d platformers like that's always a spot that needs to be filled out right and i think the last big thing they did was work on that like virtual space for playstation vr or whatever it is you know what i'm talking about kind of like that they have for oculus where you can hang out and that sounds super familiar i don't i don't remember what it was called yeah but that's like the last thing that they worked on Hmm. that was large i think they just did mainly support things since that okay Sad to see him go, but uh, I guess you know everything needs to be new sometimes. Yeah, and hopefully, I, I mean, hopefully, some of them were relocated to other right other studios or something. I don't know. And they, it sounds like they gave him plenty of notice as well. So, and that's good. Video games are hot all over the world right now, so I, I believe yes, none of these people should have issues finding jobs. Nope. And worst comes worst, just start your own studio. Boom. Exactly. You got experience at PlayStation, so nice little tick on the old resume. Yep. And I think I got one more story. Uh this one dropped today, but uh it has to do with the uh Zenimax deal. So it's almost finalized. So it got approval from the EU on the merger regulation as well as the US Securities Exchange Commission. Give me all those Bethesda games. Yeah, both of them have approved it. So it it looks like, you know, full steam ahead. Everybody gets the green light. And this thing is going to be a deal probably before the year's end. And we get all the exclusive Bethesda games. I don't think so, sir. We get some of them. Once Game Pass on PlayStation. Also, once Game Pass. On your on, toaster. He wants it on your bananas. Phil wants Game Pass on your family hub on your refrigerator. What's that mean? <laughs> he just, uh, there's a Samsung family hub. It's a refrigerator my mom just got that's got like a touch screen and crap on it. And you can download apps and it's All excessive right. is what it is. 
Sounds cool to me. I'm in. But yeah, dude, literally, Phil just wants Game Pass on anything and everything that has access to the internet. I don't so. blame him, dude. Not about where you play the games, just that you're playing them. Right. And I think that they're actually going to become secondary as a hardware company and more as a Netflix type company. You know what I mean? You think Microsoft will? Yeah. They're going to, you know, they're obviously going to keep developing hardware, but their main push is going to be we want to be a media juggernaut. Yeah. It's just, yeah. No, I agree. That's that's definitely the push, and they they've always been on PC as well. Uh, right. I think this year we'll get an announcement with them and Switch because old Papa Phil has some uh, Nintendo so. regalia and memorabilia on his on his shelves on one of his last videos. So like playing. If anybody pays attention, yeah, he's got a Switch up there. I forget else what else he has up there. And like playing XCloud but with the I have that the Razer. That's not the jungle can the Kishi Razer Kishi I think Kishi, that's what it's yeah. called. Uh, like that controller's cool and it's cool having your phone in that, but like, nah. Let me use my Nintendo Switch and my Satisfy Grip and play mm-hmm. my Game Pass games because that's like that's the portable handheld experience that I want. Like, no X Cloud's cool, but give me a Switch. Give me a switch. Yeah. And, you know, there's rumors of the new 4K Ultra switch coming out sometime this year as well. So that would just go hand in hand. Can't wait to buy another $500 console. Oh, yeah. It's going to be $500. <laughs> I have no idea how I'm much it's actually going to be. I have to figure be. out how I, how I can convince my wife. So the only I'm thing we know now, we need a new switch. <laughs> there you go. Okay. I, I was going to say the only thing we, we know is that there'll be impossibly hard to get when they first come out because no all the scalpers will be like Ooh. freaking bots nom, 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 nom. but yeah ryan and chat said just release a legit handheld i don't know that no microsoft doubt. would ever do that because they're just like nah you can just pair your controller to your phone <laughs> we don't need to make yeah. hardware although i i got the internet you so. got an xbox yeah right that's so. what they want so yep that's what I got this week. I actually did some homework, so hopefully this segment was a little better this week. It was wonderful. You made up for last week, which I don't remember already. So, but apparently, it was I bad, only want said. to impress you. So, job that's all that really done. matters. We don't even need to publish this podcast or broadcast it to anyone. We just sit down and talk to each other. And that's it. You just, just got to it out. Me. Yep. Uh, all right. There's a. Uh, I mean. Games coming out this week, there's not a ton of new stuff uh, per se, but there are a few things that are landing on different places that they may have not been beforehand. Uh, Tuesday, March 9th, we have Apex Legends coming to the Switch. Finally, I know people are excited about that if they can get into their stupid EA accounts. Uh, Also, Forza Horizon 4, which previously wasn't on Steam, is now going to be on Steam. Thursday, March 11th, Crash Bandicoot 4 is coming to the Switch as well as WRC 9. I think that's the rally car, the rally racing game that's not Dirt 5. Uh, And then Friday, March 12th, Crash Bandicoot 4 is also coming out on the, uh, it's the Xbox Series X and the PS5 one. So that's 4K60, faster load times. Uh, If you have the dual sense, there's some stuff going on with the haptics for it. So a new shinier version of Crash uh, will be out then if you, 
haven't picked it up yet. It's there. So did that's. You, did you mention Monster Energy Supercross, the best game of the year? Uh, you know, I I saw it. I read it. It was, <laughs> and I didn't think it was necessary to add. No. <laughs> Dude, I would buy that game like every year if it was thirty, but not for seventy dollars. Well, there you go. Get it on a sale, folks. I'm sure it'll be there nah, dude. a couple weeks after. <laughs> that game and freaking uh, Monster Jam need to come to Game Pass. Uh, or that'll happen, just like Dirt 5 for I you. Will, yeah, I will tear some fools up in Monster Truck Racing on a, a community night. All right. Um... What do we got? Uh, games of gold for the month on Xbox One. You currently have Warface Breakout and Metal Slug 3. They'll change up wah, on the 15th. Wah, wah. Talk to you about it then. PS Plus. How about Sony? We have Final Fantasy 7 Remake. Get it. Holy cow. Remnant from the Wasn't Ashes. supposed to come to Xbox? It's like, already on. Like right about this time it, instead it, of coming free to PlayStation? It's, it's whatever. <laughs> Um, yeah, you know. Remnant from the Ashes and Maquette, or Maquette, is how we decided we were going to say it. We don't know. Uh, <laughs> if you have PSVR, Farpoint, and then I'm hearing rumblings of Ratchet and Clank being free right now. I don't it know. Is. Okay. For everybody, not just PS Plus. Anybody that owns a PlayStation, go get oh, it. Oh, is this the Play From Home initiative or whatever yeah. Sony's doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. okay. So Dude, don't miss that game. It's good. All right. Ratchet and Clank. Go and pick that up as well. Right after you play, uh, what's it called? Maneater. Yep. Just, mm-hmm. just collecting dust over here. Have you? I was going to say, have you needed room on the PlayStation to uh, play something else yet and deleted it? <laughs> no, because I haven't turned on the PlayStation. Turned, I was going to say, you haven't turned that bad boy on, have you? Uh, the last time I turned it on was... A few days ago to download this month's free games. Nice, dude. Not even download them. Do just, just buy them. You don't need yeah, to just, hit download. Yeah, you just, just check the box and yes, turn it back on. I would like this for when I decide I want to play it. Uh, but yeah, so that's your, your PS Plus and Xbox Games of Gold for the month. Sweet. All right. We did it. Congratulations. 146. Yes. All right, streamerlinks.com slash podcast. We'll have links to all of the things I'm about to talk about. First up, Discord's where we all hang out. That's where we have the, the channel for Mailbag, Game Pass Roulette. We have sports channels, self-promotion channels. If you have stuff to promote, all that fun stuff. It's where we all hang out, chat, and yada, yada, yada. Apple Podcasts, make sure to rate, review, like, subscribe, give it stars, give it smiley faces, whatever you do over there. Give it a thumbs up. Give it a thumbs down, whatever. Uh, VIPs. Today was the VIP episode, but we have one every month. So there's one a month from now, and if you want to become a VIP, there's a couple ways to do it. You can either head over to patreon.com slash podcast or twitch.tv slash Gaming. If you are subbed in either place, you get entries into the drawing. If you're subbed in both places, buy two, get one free, just like our man Shopa did this month guarantee you it was that free drawing uh and get yourself a shiny nice 25 dollar bill which isn't a thing sounds like funny money a 20 and a five no we'll find a 25 dollar bill yep that'll work yes we'll make you one twitter and instagram 
at CAG Podcast. And lastly, if you need to reach out via email for anything, CAG Podcast at gmail.com. If you want to get a hold so of me, check that. I get notifications for it. It's always okay. it's always weird things that I think Bear probably signed up for that I get emails yeah. about, and I'm like, what's this? Does it matter? It's all our socials, dude. It probably doesn't matter. Socials. Turn it off. <laughs> Kill it. Delete it. It's gone. <laughs> I'm at risk of the kid everywhere. Moose, how about you? Moose is nine eighty three fourteen all places. All righty. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Cross Atlantic Gaming. Catch you guys next week for an all new episode. Goodbye. Later. If you think swimming with dolphins is expensive, you should try swimming with sharks. It cost me an arm and a leg. Nah. Why do people wear shamrocks on St. Patty to stay? I don't know. Because regular rocks are too heavy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Fair. (laughs) What do you call an Irish spider? I'm not sure. Patty long legs. <laughs> you know what drives old people up the wall? Old people. Stair lifts. I was going to say old people. They drive up all, all over everything. True. What but what kind of bow can't be tied? A crossbow. A rainbow. You were close. <laughs> <laughs>